than our man Wild Bill. He was Cupid earlier this year. It's got to be distracting shooting free throws. Welcome to the Aggie Legends podcast, the legendary Aggie Tales with Wild Bill. I am your co-host, Wild Bill. This is my boy, Kellen Hansen. What's up, dude? Um, today <laughs> we are joined by a good friend, um, an Aggie legend, just like we all are Aggie legends. Right. We're all Aggie legends. <laughs> Sean Harris. Sean. Sorry, I stepped in too early, but I'm ready. Cool. Happy to be here, guys. Thanks for coming. Thanks, man, thanks, man. We're excited to to dive into um, just legendary stories, man, about being an Aggie, your time at Utah State, after Utah State, before Utah State, and uh, the state of Utah State currently. Oh, yeah, oh. <laughs> that's what I want to get into. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right on. So let's get to it. Um, Sean, Sean Harris, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Me, so yeah, I'm from Sacramento, California. Okay. Born and raised out there, Rockland, to be specific. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) I was about to hit you with it. Meeting one of those, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so I grew up there, played basketball my whole life, and then um, I went on a mission to Honduras, and I was actually signed to Bradley University when I was on my mission. And before that, actually, I played basketball at Yuba College. So you played before your mission at Yuba? Yeah, I played okay. before okay. my mission at Yuba. And was that with Spence? No, Spencer Butterfield was not there. Okay. He was still in elementary school at that time. Oh. <laughs> young oh, Buck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not elementary, but yeah. Young Buck. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then I came, and then I went on my mission, signed to Bradley University, um, and then the coach got fired out there. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, you, really good coach, okay. though. Yeah, I Jim knew who Les. it was. Yeah. What's really his good. name? Jim Les. Oh, they said Jim West. Oh no! No, that's and a different guy. Jerry's brother. Jerry's <laughs> yeah, brother. I was, I was thinking was Will like... Smith's character in the movie, the old TV show. You know? Oh, okay. oh yeah. Jim West. Wild oh, Wild, 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 Wild West. West. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Different Jim West. Yeah, okay. okay, Jim West. He actually held the, or he one year in the NBA. He led the NBA for three point shooting percentage. Oh, so really? wow. So he yeah. shoots like me. Lights out. Lights, lights out. out. <laughs> you shoot like lights. those lights are out. That's, <laughs> fair. That's fair. Hey, I can't argue with yeah. that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not known for my work in front. I was going to say, <laughs> Bill, Bill's known for taking his shirt off of games, not for shooting a half yeah. court shot yeah. for a free car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. So hold on. I got to ask, like, how did you end up tied to Bradley? Like, How did that work out? So I went. So Yuba College had actually signed two players previously to Bradley University. All right. And uh, they went to the Sweet 16 with those two guys from Yuba College. Oh, so they were like all about it. Huh? So yeah, so then it was kind of like a feeder. Yeah. Just how Yuba ended up being a feeder to Utah State with me, Spencer Butterfield, and then Chris Smith later. That's right. Later on, came out there. So. Oh yeah, I forgot about Chris. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So Not me. <laughs> so my my mom lives in just outside Peoria. So I've been to Bradley 
went to game there. How, how's the environment? It's not. Uh, there's not. It's so different. Like, they share the arena with the hockey team there. Okay. Um, so it's, like, really branded for them. And then there's a few, like, BU things there. Really nice arena. Like, really nice. And it, yeah, the their campus, Yeah. And their campus is right in Peoria. Like, the baseball field is downtown. Everything's downtown. Oh. And I, I actually – I think I told you this, but, like, a while back when I was there, I actually – tweeted a picture of the arena because I went to the game with my mom and my stepdad and I was like, it was during Aggie heyday. It was like when yeah. I was, the spectrum was insane all the time and I remember thinking like, this place is like a funeral. It's like so I quiet that, in here. I'm not I, used to that. Did you send me that picture? I probably did. I think I remember getting a text like that yeah. thinking... Yeah, I thought, Brad, Bill. I, thought, I thought Bradley was supposed to be intense. Dude, and they were good. They were never bad. But that's the thing. Is, it's like, just, they're a good school. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, exactly. they're a good yeah. basketball school. They are. So anyway, I just remember that vividly. That's my memory. So did you do a campus visit to Bradley and all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Before your me. mission? Yeah, before okay. my mission, they flew me out there, and I verbaled with them. But you can only sign like a certain amount of time before, before yeah. you actually go there. Wow. So I, they sent me, they faxed out the papers to my mission. Cool. So how was, uh, were they okay? Because, I mean, people in Utah, Utah yeah. State, they're familiar. It's Stu Morrow knew yeah. all about it, you know, with yeah. the missionaries, stuff like that. Had at one time, had, you know, 90% of his team was probably returning missionaries or going on a mission. Yeah. What was Bradley? Were they kind of surprised by it? Were yeah, they... I think I was one of the first people that he maybe have ever had ever recruited that was serving a mission. Yeah. And he was really good about it, honestly. Like, I have only good things to say about Coach Les. Cool. He was really good with the whole process. And uh, it just didn't it just didn't end up working out because, you know, they had a bad season. And, you know, sometimes it's not always the coach's fault. Some things just happen. And, yeah. And so, but he was, yeah, he was, you know, I think he was trying to to just learn about what I was doing and where I was going and why I was going. So I think for him it was kind of an experience too to see what I was you know, giving up two years when I was when I could go play basketball yeah. on, on a scholarship somewhere. Well, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad he got fired. Yeah, <laughs> now we know you. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It sounds like don't obviously, say that. Yeah. Don't obviously, say that I'm, not, I'm not. I'm sure. I'm sure. Everyone, wants that, yeah, but. no, he ended up getting a job at UC Davis, so. He, I'm sure he's fine now. I mean, yeah. I mean, I prefer that region over Peoria personally. I'd rather be at UC Davis than Bradley. <laughs> Just saying for yeah. scenery wise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, but UC Davis I, was. Closer to the bay. Oh, for sure. I just mean where it's at geographically. I, yeah, Peoria okay. is just like an industrial. Yeah. I mean, Cats was there. But Yuba. Yuba's Even pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Desert. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. You like, yeah. No, yeah you like Yuba, cacti. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting city. You should so, definitely not go there. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at what point after, like, when you were on your mission, did, like, Utah State become, like, were you already aware of Utah State, like, how did that happen when you kind of made that transition to be like, all right, let's go to Aggie country? Yeah, stay? so when I got home from my mission, I was kind of in a in a per- period where I didn't know where I was going to go. And so then I ended up talking to Coach Corn at Yuba, really great, really great coach. He, I mean, he's the one who made that program amazing out there. And uh, so we talked to him, ended up saying, hey, let's just, let's just go back to Yuba, and then we'll figure everything else out from there. Because I had had a couple D1 offers before, you know, probably 10 D1 offers before my mission. and uh, But Utah State wasn't one of those. And so I didn't okay. really know. They weren't on my radar. And then when I got home, about a week later, uh, I got a call from Coach Felton and Coach Durier. 
I can't remember who it was, and they were just, you know, offered me a scholarship right on the spot after yeah. I got home. So, so did you only do one year at Yuba? I did two, two years at Yuba. So they they offered me a scholarship before, not for that year. Oh, for okay. The, oh, okay. So saying that I was going to play one year at Yuba <clears throat> and then for the next two years at Utah State. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So, so, so on that offer call, you just say cool, or was it like, yeah, let me come check out campus? Like, what? what yeah, I was like, that? I was like, whoa. First like of all, I was, of pretty, us- I was pretty like, whoa. You know, I haven't played oh, right. in, in a couple of years, and I'm like, how do they even know who I am? Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, but it, I think it was probably Coach Felton because Coach Felton was an assistant coach at Sac State. Oh, so, okay. so I think that's how the connection was made. And yeah, I was really excited because I was like, okay, yeah, here's my future. I don't know if I'm going to end up going there or not. At that at that point, I didn't know, and, you know, because there's a lot of things that go into the process of, right. you know, where am I going to go as as a you know as a young kid deciding where am I going to spend these next few years of my life to play basketball under what coach is it the right program is it the right place for me, so the, those things you have to take take into account. You know, do they really really want me, or is it just you know do they just have an extra scholarship? Right. Am I one of their priorities? Am I someone that they're going to develop? Is the coach a really good head coach? You know, that's something that you think about. Is the area, the city? Yeah. Am I going to like and that you, environment? And you came, uh, you came to Utah State at kind of a transition time, like right before Coach Morrill left. You were there during you, you, your senior, your last senior game was actually Sue Morrill's last game, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was at that game. That was awesome. That was yeah, too. the game was awesome. Yeah, I, yeah, I think everyone that could be there was there yeah. to see Stu's last game yeah you, you know it was a it was a crazy yeah crazy time I, I just throw this out there I love Coach Morrow oh, he's yeah. a great a guy I love his wife <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome, he's the yeah. nicest lady but I I know it was a it was a great time um and you were there through a lot of it and you saw kind of a cool transition period of of Utah State basketball yeah definitely and I mean when I first I remember Coach Durier called me later on when I was when they were still recruiting me, and he the thing that he mentioned was that they had won thirty games in the, in like the last two or the two seasons, in the last three seasons they had won thirty games. Yeah, yeah. And my mouth, I was on the phone and my mouth kind of dropped when he said that. <laughs> that was one of the things that really got me interested in, in coming to Utah State. Yeah. Had you uh, had you heard anything about the spectrum or <laughs> knew anything about the crowd? So there was like two guys on my mission who were like you should go to Utah State. I was like I can't. I'm already signed to Brad the University, yeah, you yeah. know. And like, oh, the crowd's right upon you. But that's all I heard. That was the only mm-hmm. thing I'd ever heard. And what, it is. Bro. When was the first? Were you playing when you first saw the crowd, or did you come on a visit to see the team? How did that work? Like I guess. Yeah, I saw. I actually was out here in Utah when Spencer Butterfield was on his visit. Oh and, really? Yeah, in the in the spring. So I came on my visit in the fall. I hung out with Spencer on his visit. Yeah, I don't think I met you until it, after. It, no, I remember when we met. Was it was in, in the, the training, training room? room? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I, so that is where we met. Yeah, it is. I was with Ty Wesley. Yeah, you were with Ty. Yeah. And I was working on my, that was after I tore an ACL. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But Spencer came out and he was hanging out with pre-med, uh-huh. uh, Preston Medlin. And uh, we, we played games. We played uh, catchphrase and Spence got heated. And and so did pre med, and so did I. We because somebody we were debating rules, and I was like, "This kid's never coming to Utah State." <laughs> yeah, little that, did you know he's little, a, he's just a competitor. He likes that competition. Comp- yeah, and I was like, "God, oh, I can play catchphrase with this guy yeah. every weekend." Yeah, hey man, I'm, I'm a gamer. I don't know anything about video games, but I'll yeah. whoop you some, some regular games. games. Yeah, yeah. 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 
Yeah, exactly. No, but that's the thing about Spence and Preston. I mean, all the guys that ever come through Utah State, that's everyone's a competitor. And that gets part of the, you know, Cash Valley, Logan. There's just hard workers. People come out and they compete. So that's yep. what, that's kind of what the players represent too. Yeah. And on, on that visit, you mentioned you came in the fall. Yeah. So you, did you not get to see a game or was that, were they playing like? No, I, I, I saw a football game. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's I came I for a football game. Okay. And then on Spencer's visit, but wait, that's hold when up. I saw What year game. was that? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Anderson was there, right? Yeah, Gary oh, Coach was, was there. Gary okay. was there. Okay. Was it, was it like, oh, no, this they don't even show up for football? Honestly, I don't I don't even remember what. Uh, okay. I mean, okay. I was just by, the, by the time you started getting cool. recruited, we had, say, we had two decent. good programs, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. We are, that's, yeah, like, we they had, had already really – they were sending – they were sending guys to the NFL at this time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like multiple guys, not just like one guy. Yeah, yeah, like so, they've been in the past. So they were, yeah, and Gary was already there. Yep. So, so the fans were there. Yeah, the fans were there. I just remember coming on the field and thinking that was crazy. That was, yeah. that was awesome. Cool. I just had never experienced anything like that because, I mean, in Sacramento, we have like all we had was really Sac State, so there wasn't a ton of high D one basketball or football. Right. that I'd ever really seen before. It was mainly just high school games, and it's not like Texas football in yeah, high school. No. So it's you know it was all high school level stuff that I'd ever really seen. I'd never been face to face in front of a in front of a program. So as as you get to Utah State, you get into Logan, Logan, Utah. Yeah, you know, God's country, as I like mm-hmm. to call it, up in Cache Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, Utah's best kept secret. That's what hey, it really right? is. Right. It's serious. So as you get up there. Um, what's your first impression of of the town? And, you know, because I never realized it, but people thought we were like a farm town. And I'm like, Logan, Logan's a big city. <laughs> I'm from Richmond, Utah. <laughs> what Richmond? <laughs> I'm from Richmond, Utah. Yeah. Like Logan is where we go into town and get Me too. groceries. Yeah, exactly. You know, what it's like <laughs> we got to take our dates somewhere nice tonight. Yeah. We're going to Logan. We're going, going to, to Cafe the- Sabor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. We went to the JBs. Or, back, or back in the day. Hamilton's. Hamilton's. <laughs> hey, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Don't forget Angie's. Come on, hey, don't yeah. forget Angie's. You can never forget. Never. That's where the yeah, locals. Well, yeah, yeah. Come on, <laughs> Literally, stop. though, like I mean, we all eat there. You know, yeah. Angie's is a must-have in Logan. Yeah. If I'm in Logan, we go back to Angie's. Yeah, we but we did that in high school. Like we wouldn't go to we wouldn't go to our first couple of periods, and my buddies would all go drink coffee, and I would just eat pie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I hate coffee. I always have. Could never stand it. But I would just eat pie. Eat and the drink pie. Coffee. And we <laughs> felt sure. so cool because all the old boys just sitting at the. Well, counter. on that note, oh, yeah. anybody clean the sink? I never did. that. Oh, I've tried. I tried. A couple times. <laughs> I couldn't actually by clean yourself. It. No, 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 no. Not by yes, I never did try by myself. By myself. <laughs> Bro. I was talking about with like a group of friends. <laughs> oh no! I mean, course. I know they only give you one bumper sticker. <laughs> they didn't call you but... wild for nothing. No, <laughs> I, I ain't making rational decisions with that. No, no, it was with Ty and pre med. Uh, sorry, Preston Medlin and uh, and a bunch of other people. From, from now on, if he says pre med, it's Preston, <laughs> Preston Medlin yeah. for the rest of the series. He's not talking about getting a degree. <laughs> no, he's... Bill doesn't know anybody. Yeah. Like that. No, I'm just kidding. I, I married into some smart. Oh people. yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but no. Um, we I went and Ty's like, bro, you gotta hit this. I was like, okay, I'm, I'll give it a go. <laughs> so I bought a sink, and 
You just you just couldn't get it done. Well, first okay, off, I have a dairy. Okay, you didn't get it done. Omelet and a cinnamon roll, <laughs> and then <laughs> a scone. Well, first off, I have a dairy intolerance. <laughs> a pie. I sorry, I meant a pie. So is this uh, like the dessert for the meal? <laughs> the sink, <laughs> or is this what? what I'm getting? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta give it a go, you know. And and then you know, I <laughs> dairy I intolerance. He says. Yeah, and he lact- still goes for it. Lactose intolerance? Yeah. No, that, no, just I'm, just not yeah, super just, tolerant. Just, yeah, I have a dairy intolerance. You know, I'm. Um, I have Asian genes and, and Chinese people. We just don't do dairy well. My older sister's really afflicted with it, but yeah. me, it just kind of tears me up a bit. But I, I remember losing it, losing it all in the bushes at oh, Angie's. Oh. I felt like, you know, like yeah. I was good back in college. I guess yeah. I was in college. <laughs> <laughs> That's what college is all about, puking in bushes. Yeah. Yeah. Not usually from just an don't overdose. Don't defile Angie's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not from too much dairy to Yeah, exactly. But then, but then right after I did it, I think it was that same night, there was a skinny little track boy. Uh, he was on the track team. You know, I gathered that. Skinny, skinny boy. Hammered it. Just, they just devoured the whole thing. He needs That's calories. What, they need those calories. Seriously, they burn them too quick. You know, you're everybody run, looks at big miles. dudes and they're like, oh, you can handle. I know. My no. stomach is has got a lot of fat on it. You can't expand, can't expand like that. these little guys. <laughs> it's know? true. Like, I mean, look at the, the uh, best eaters in the world. Yeah. Most of them are not fat dudes. There's no. a few. But most of them. I like, mean, speed, I got you on speed. But yeah. I can only put in so much. Yeah. But. It's like the first. It's like you're a sprinter, not like <laughs> <Yeah>. cross country. Everything in my life. starts sweating. You got to give him a towel to wipe his forehead off. You get me going. I get the meat sweat. <laughs> the cream. You get wow. Jesse Parker out there. Hey, Coach Parker. Shout out to my boy. I love yeah, that guy. Yeah. Before so, he was Coach P, when we called him Coach P. Uh-huh. Yeah, before he was actually a coach, Give called a him Coach yeah. Parker. Yeah, he was the man. Yeah. So my so we want to talk about what my what yeah. I thought about Logan. Yeah, what I thought right. about Logan was I loved it because it was a college town, and I was college kid, and so it was perfect for me. You know, well, and, it was it was you know when I was there, I met some great people. I loved everyone was super nice to me, you know, faculty, staff, mom and aunts, mom and aunts, you know, everyone. We we had a barbecue out of the morals. It was awesome. So I I really liked it. When I left, this is what got me to come to Logan, to come to Utah State was when I was leaving and I was driving. We were driving back out through Sardine Canyon. All I could think about my head was I feel like I'm leaving home. Oh, that's hey, what I was thinking about. Welcome so, home, Sean. Yeah, exactly. Welcome so that's Shiny what, <laughs> that is what, you know, my head, Stu wanted me to sign right then and there. He was pushing hard. We had dinner, or we had breakfast at AMG's the day I was leaving. Hey, got him. He's, he's got everything there. He's showing me Ty Wesley's playing here. These guys played here. All these foremen, because I was position four, a power forward. All these guys are playing overseas. And, and, sign right now you know sign here and i was like i have to think about it i gotta think about it and then but the more i thought about it it was just like this is the right decision how long after that did you sign i called him i called him well he wanted me to verbal i guess at that time you didn't want to sound too desperate you gave him a day or two yeah exactly (laughs) you know i guess i guess that'll be fine yeah make him want it make me make him want me more yeah i got all these other offers coming in Yeah. yeah so so yeah i signed like three days later oh cool and I did have a couple other offers, but Utah State was the best option. Cool for me. That's cool. Well, I'm I'm glad you came. It's been a it's been a heck of a ride, you know. For yeah. sure. But um, so what? So tell us uh, some of your favorite college stories. Like what was yeah. What was a typical night as a student athlete in Logan, Utah? 
<laughs> doing homework. Yeah, like, Sean, I, I lived with you. I know that's not true. <laughs> doing some homework in, in my house. No, uh, a typical night. He's just saying what Coach Morrill wants him to hear. Wants yeah. To hear that now. yeah, they were probably like, you didn't do enough homework. <laughs> you saw your grades. So um, my typical night, more than anything, was just hanging out, hanging out with the guys. You know, Bill, I hung out with Bill a lot, hung out with a lot of guys on the team. I got really close. Some of my best friends from, were from Utah State basketball team. Yeah, and Still it, today, right? Still today. Cool. And even and some guys from Utah State that weren't on the basketball team, still some of my best friends today. Like, just to clarify, Bill wasn't on the team. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't? <laughs> he was part of the team. I was wondering why you were never in practice. Bill, Bill, tried, to you get, were. Yeah, Bill tried to get a scholarship a lot. They, just were, they were like, look, we got to give it to the guys that are on the court. Yeah, I said this the other day, but some people, like, I think, don't realize I wasn't an athlete. <laughs> but you, know, you how were, many people were wondering that? <laughs> dude, I, I think it was like, more that they didn't know he wasn't like affiliated yeah, with Aggie uh, Athletics. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, they know that I'm not an athlete. You yeah, yeah. <laughs> can look at me and say, yeah. oh, I'm not an athlete. He started the Although Power was, Club. Yeah. Although I was a wrestler in high school. Yeah, that's so right. So you, right. you could be kind of bigger and look okay yeah. there. Yeah. No, that's funny. What else did you do? Hang out with Bill. Games, man. We play lots of games. Yeah. Games. Yeah. Yeah, games for sure. There's always something. And at Utah State, there's always something going on. They do a really good yeah. job of, of, you know, Pobev or whatever. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was me. Kellen. Yeah. Kellen, I planned that Kellen stuff. Kellen was the yeah, program they, director. He, yeah, having I, yeah. concert. They have concerts. Yeah. yeah with Kellen. the week, we week, week, week of Welcome was Linda, crazy. Linda Zimmerman, Kevin Webb, yes. that crew. Like, the 80s. Yeah, the 80s, 80s dance. Night. Yeah, 80s oh, dance on Week of Welcome. Sometimes they're outside. We always try to do them. If it was week of welcome, we try to do them outside just because yeah, the weather the is up, like yeah. August, like end of August is. How about so those? Good. Uh, so much fun. Oh, yeah. When I realized Dressing up eighties yeah. dances, they were having eighties dances with kids that weren't born in the eighties. I, I know like, what, Sean? But, you barely made it. Yeah, eighty nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but how how weird is that when you're like like my niece right now? You know, she's in high school and she was like, "We have an eighties dance," and her, like a nineties dance is an eighties dance to me. Yeah, them. and I'm like, they don't even dress. Oh yeah, they dressed weird, like too to yeah. them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, it's super funny. Yeah, no. So all those things, there's always something going on. And and just I like I love getting out and knowing and getting to know different people at Utah State. Yeah. And the best thing was that being an athlete there, that a lot of people just wanted to get to know me. And so it was it was great. Yeah. That that it was I was in a position where I could get to know a lot of people and it was easy. It didn't it wasn't like I had to go out and and network or anything like that. Like people just wanted to come up to me. Yeah. Which you know, I would try to say humbly that which was awesome, you know, which yeah. you know, from my experience well, was great to be able to meet people and and learn about other people that yeah. you know because I'm from Sacramento so it was a lot different coming yeah. up to, to Logan it was a little bit of a there's a little tiny bit of a culture shock coming to I'm Utah sure there was I mean even being part of the church yeah you know, that the, you know that's obviously it's kind different. of reigns there mm-hmm. yeah um, it's still it's different when you come from an area that doesn't have as many in your yeah, the way the way that people talk or think is just yeah. a little bit different. It's not bad. It's just it's just different. I was know, raised is, with both, so I, I, yeah. I lived in both sides of the world there. Oh yeah, in California and, and in Utah. Yeah, exactly. I always kind of felt bad. Speaking of like people wanting to approach you and kind of befriend you as an athlete, I always kind of felt bad for people that were tall that weren't on the basketball team because <laughs> I don't know how many times people would, would mention like, my, like my little oh. brother's kind of tall. He's like six three, and there were times they would just like, "Is that guy on the basketball team you were talking to?" He's like, "Nah, yeah. <laughs> he's just." A 
business major. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, like, that's what we, when we come that. to Logan, like, yeah. and you walk around campus and like, you see someone like Sean walk by and you're like, oh, that guy probably plays basketball. He's in good shape. He's tall. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Well, and <laughs> lest, lest we forget, Sean was very recognizable in college. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I just want, do you know, did you ever measure how tall your um, your flat top got? Yeah, I think I measured it one time, and it was it was like three and a half inches. That was That's, it. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't. But, but from it looks, where were you measuring? Hold on, though. Like three and a half inches. I don't know because it seems like the bro. fade makes it look like it, it could have been taller. It could have been taller. I'm telling you, bro, that thing because I it was I, beautiful. I look up pictures of you when I want to show people <laughs> like this, dude. I'm trying to set Sean up with everybody. Right. <laughs> and Kellen, ladies. No, no, no. Not <laughs> I, anyway, Sean's <laughs> flat top. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Far more important. <laughs> but I was looking at it. Bro, it looks six inches. Was it not six inches? Three and a half. <laughs> Don't smile like that when you say that. Flat top, really? Flat top, yeah. Just, just a three and a half inch flat top. Don't worry about it. He couldn't well, get like, to six, man. He couldn't justify it. it He's was, being honest. He's just yeah. being honest. Too much hairspray for Gino. <laughs> <laughs> three and a half inch flat. I couldn't even tell us four. He had to tell us three and a half. <laughs> Why didn't he just run around it? No way. That's, what, that's what I mentioned it at. That's awesome. Ask, ask Gino. Gino oh. knows. Okay. All I'll, right. I believe it. I love. I need to get. But it was still Gino again. Glorious flat top. Yeah. So, I remember everyone, even if he wasn't playing, everyone's like, dude, look at his flat top. In fact, wasn't that when it got kind of picked up by the yeah. media is when you were so, on the bench coming off to like high five somebody? Yeah. It was like a celebration. And they're so like, whose flat top is this? I remember with Sean when he did it, um, when he started growing it out. And he's like, I'm going to be the only one with a redhead flat top. And I said, no, bro, there's got to be more. So I Googled it. Right. No redhead flat tops out there. <laughs> Couldn't find it. No. Now, if you Google it, well, right in the middle, Sean was the only one. Right. Sean Harris. Like, that's that picture of Redhead. Now, if you Google it, there's other ones out there now. Well, he was a trailblazer. trailblazer. Oh, he inspired these, yeah. these ginger folks. Yeah. <laughs> Setting trends. <laughs> Set, Changing but, the but world. It's, but it's dude. unique. I mean, yeah, not a lot cool. of redheaded hair can go that way. Yeah. yeah no, that's, that's fair. Because, that's fair. I mean, and, and a lot What's of... What's funny? Tell, here's what's funny, though. When we would go, when we would go out, right? Like it would be me and Spencer, Butterfield, Preston, Medlin, mm-hmm. Danny. Well, Danny's tall, so. But if it was like me and Preston and Spencer, or really even just Spencer, people wouldn't even. A lot of times they wouldn't even recognize Spencer. Yeah, yeah. and they would and they would recognize recognize me. And Spencer's playing like thirty something yeah. minutes a game, yeah. getting twenty <laughs> rebounds, yeah, twenty points. And I was over there, like, not even playing. <laughs> and, and, I mean, Bill like, wasn't in any games the, either. And yeah, everyone knew got, who he I was. I got no minutes. Yeah. <laughs> got like, lot, he got more TV time than half the team, though. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was better looking than anybody else on the team. <laughs> I don't know. We just talked sure. about Sean's flat top. I don't think you beat him. That's yeah. true. No. But, like, <clears throat> one thing I like... To give Sean crap about is that he's albino. He's an albino black person. Um, now, Sean, do you, I know you probably people don't say it to your face a lot, but like, do you get a lot of like questions of like your your heritage or anything like that? Yeah. Well, first of all, you know I'm not albino. I, I just said that. I said you're not. Oh, you <laughs> said that like I did. You said, you said that I am. Yeah. Oh, I thought I said I. 
Well, I'm so. <laughs> I know. Me I, and him were like, is I think I said I do, that I know you're not. Oh, oh no. What you? I think what you said was that it's something I gave him crap about. Yes. Is that you're an albino? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I tease you about it. Oh, but okay. it's not me about true. Being Japanese, okay. I I'm see what you're Chinese. saying. Yeah, yeah. So I do tease you about that. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of a joke. But um, do people ask like, "Hey, what are you?" Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm ethnically ambiguous. Yeah. I like that. I like that. So I just, I, I yeah. People have asked me, "What are you?" for so long, I don't even know what to say anymore. Sean Harris. Yeah, I should just. <laughs> yeah. I I just say I'm, I'll say I'm half white, and they go, "Okay, well, what else are you?" <laughs> <laughs> That's not the answer they wanted. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I've met Doctor Harris. Yeah, you know, handsome young bloke just like you. <laughs> That's my dad, 15. <laughs> Bill just assumes we all know. Yeah. Just get on my page, people. Yeah. <laughs> That's, um, fair. That's fair. But, you know, he's just lighter skinned. Yeah. And, and uh, But nobody in your family is redhead? Like, no. as far as, no. like, so where did just ha- happenstance, huh? Yeah, people always say, well, where'd your red hair come from? I don't have anyone. I don't know. Well, how did you, how how are you half black, half white? How does that happen? Well, how does that happen? And I'm like, I don't know. How did you end up being a girl? How did you end up being a guy? How did you end up having like it just happens? Yeah. How did your nose be that? How's that yep. shape? You we're were born. Gonna, you were born that way. Probably gonna have some geneticist. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like I don't have. I don't have Call some. In. Just because I was born this way, I don't have some scientific explanation of why. I just that's just the way I am. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's fair. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry. No. Sean's not an albino. I do like to <laughs> tell people that. that. It's funny. But yeah. then he tells people well, I'm Japanese, so not as funny. <laughs> <laughs> not, as, not as fun. You can dish it, but you can't take it. That's yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, not, not, not that it's not fun just because he's Chinese. Not that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with being right, Japanese. Right. Yeah. I love that. He's food. just proud of his yeah. heritage. Yeah, it's proud of who I am. Yeah. You say it wrong. Yeah. It's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so Sean, let's go kind of post Utah State. What was yeah. your... Uh, what was your your path there? I know you played pro a little bit. Yeah, I played I played like a low level pro basketball. I played over in not trying to hate on myself or anything. It's just I played over in keeping it real. Yeah, Colombia to start out oh, with, yeah. and I went from Colombia to Finland. So pretty different. <laughs> yeah, wow. Went from some cocaine to what to snow. <laughs> snow, not like snow white, to from snow. From one white mean? to one white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there's no cocaine in Colombia anymore. <laughs> No, right. no, sure. <laughs> I don't know. It all died with him. So. With Pablo Escobar, yeah, it's all exactly. gone. Yeah. And then, coffee, we would have coffee. There we yeah. go. Yeah. We are yeah. known for go. their Colombian roast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still hate coffee. <laughs> yeah. And then after after Finland, which I had a great time out in Finland, it was a great experience. And I always I always tell people like that are trying to move around and and go to different places. Well, first I say go to go to Finland and go. Get, get in the sauna out in Finland. Oh, really? With some Finnish people, it's awesome. Number one. And sauna, well, or yeah. do they do they have like I know like Iceland has lots of like geothermal stuff. Do they do that in Finland, or are they just like sauna? The sauna. They, they're all about the really? sauna. I think it was invented in Finland. Really? You oh, get, don't fact check me, but well, you I'm can going fact to check fact me. check you. <laughs> I think it was invented in Finland, and what they do is they get in the ice cold water uh, okay. outside for. Like five. Well, first you go in the sauna for like fifteen minutes. They have get the warm. hot rocks. No, do you just go with sauna? Well, do, but they have the hot rocks with the sauna, or is it not like it's that radiant anymore? heat? Yeah, not, not any sauna that I went to. It's just, just like you know. You ever been in those saunas? Yeah, it's a real uh-huh. thing. Yeah, okay. just hot rocks. 
all the just mess. heats and it's just and like in a pile. Yeah. They just replace it. Okay, heats your sauna, and then if you that's want, a, I you guess can that's traditionally. I think that the fire heated the rocks, and then they brought the rocks into yeah. the, to the sauna. And then you could throw so, a little bit of water yeah. on, steam it up a bit. Yeah, well, so that's Again, that's what fat, I'm saying. So, so if you would go in, if you would go into a sauna with an old Finnish man, you're not you're not gonna last. That's all I'm saying. Because you heat. They're gonna heat Hot. you out. They're, yeah, they're gonna they burn just you out. Crank it up. Yes, they're gonna. Joe as Rogan soon as, couldn't last in a Finnish sauna. Joe Rogan <laughs> could not last in a Finnish sauna. Challenge accepted. I'm calling him out. Call him out. Right yeah, now. call him out. Because this is what happens. You're sitting in the you're sitting in the sauna and you think it's hot. You're like, this is hot right now. Mm-hmm. I'm burning up. Then a then an old dude comes in. He's like 70 <laughs> years old, and in the Finnish saunas, you're just completely naked. There's no clothes. Huh. No towel. No no towel. No. No. That, what are you sitting on? Wood. You're sitting on the wood. <laughs> wow. Dude, you better not move because you get that the one splinter? spot that's oh. one spot that you cool down and then you move. It's gonna be too hot. Too, no, that's the thing. We'll wait till the finish man comes in. That then he comes what in he and do? so the, so these saunas. I mean, the saunas in America are a little different because you don't really pour the water onto yeah. it. Yeah. In those saunas, you pour the water, and the more water you pour on, yeah. it so gets steamy, extremely toasty. hot. And so he'll come in, and you think it's and you're like I can't get any hotter than this, or like I'm about to die. <laughs> and then they come in and they pour like ten, ten more things of water, just and then they're just sitting in there. They love it. They love really? it. Yes. And, and then you just pass out. And wake <laughs> <up the next laughs> day. Get some, you know. Yeah, you got Jonas over there dragging you out of the, <laughs> out of the sauna. Exactly. <laughs> so I got a question. How did you end up, like, how does that work when you're, you know, you're working to play professionally? And, yeah. and op- like, how do opportunities find you? Like, what does the coaching staff at Utah State do to get you connected with this, this, you know, these different organizations to give you these kinds of opportunities. Like what does that recruiting look like? And yeah. So that? that's mainly getting an agent. That's okay. how you, that's how you do it. And there's different ways to get an agent. An agent can contact you or you can uh, go to showcases. The biggest and the best showcases are in Vegas. Oh, okay. So kind of when you're done playing, you go down to Las Vegas and, and play in showcases. I went, I went with it's Ty. In, Ty did it down in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, okay. I went and hung out there for a little bit. And you can get, and Made you can do the showcases mistakes. to get, an agent, or it can help boost your boost your stock for somewhere else to go play overseas. Okay. So there's multiple things that can happen. With me, I needed an agent because I mean, I, after I tore my ACLs, I didn't really have that great of a career, and I, and I had stuff that I wanted to keep doing, and I felt like that I wanted to kind of kind of reinvent my game. Yeah. Because I lost a lot of confidence just from the plain fact of lose of tearing your ACL twice, you know. And yeah. so, and I had never played at Division One level, so I'd never proven myself. And then I tore my ACL twice, so it was just kind of a, it was just didn't work out that well for my college career. And then, um, then I ended up playing really well down in the showcase, got an agent, and then he kind of started getting me teams to, to to play for. Am I remembering wrong? Did you have the same agent as one of our buddies? No, I did not. Oh, okay, maybe Spence had the same as somebody. Then I thought you had the same as Spence. No, no, Spencer no. Butterfield. Yeah, I think him. I think Chris Smith has the same agent as Spencer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. So that's that's kind of like the process, right? When and from high school to college, a lot of it is AAU getting noticed. Or for me, you know, I ended up hitting puberty late, so then I went to junior college and I played really good in junior college got a lot of different offers all over the country and then and you're looking for who wants you who want who wants 
you the most, who's going to give you the most opportunities, and where are you going to be able to thrive and be able to be yourself, have a good time, get to know people, have a good experience. And that, that's what Utah State was for me. And, and then after that, then you're looking at, okay, how can I be, you know, if I really want to take this thing to the next level, or do I want to start my career outside of basketball? So there's those right. things you got to think about too. And if you think, like I did, I was like, I got some more things I want to accomplish. Or if you're like, you know, I'm going to make a lot of money out here, then then you keep playing and, and you figure out how, how to get an agent. And that's, you know, you can either get a showcase. Most of the guys, I'm sure, like Ty and, and you know, Spencer was getting hit up by yeah. by agents. So Right. So when, uh, <clears throat> when did you decide to hang up the sneakers? When was... What made you decide, hey, I'm done with basketball. I'm going to pursue an actual career. Uh-huh. Uh, not that basketball is not an actual career. People do just fine with, you know, in Europe and stuff. But but what was, like, your your decision to leave the, your dream uh-huh. and pursue uh, something here? Yeah, that's a great question. I, for me, it was my last year that I played, I was in Portugal, and I just – you know, I got to the point where I was, where I didn't get along with my coach very well, and I wasn't enjoying. Uh, I just wasn't enjoying everything that entailed with basketball. So there was a lot that I that I just and and I'm living on a completely different continent. You know, yeah. so I'm far away from family. Far you missed away from my friends. wedding. Yeah, I missed Bill's wedding. You know, <laughs> to to be in Portugal. You know, for no reason. So yeah, I mean, yeah, you had a reason. Yeah, we understood. You know, it was sad not to have one of my close buddies yeah. there, but you were obviously doing your job and 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 supporting yourself. So, you know, obviously, no no hard feelings there. But it was you know kind of rough to. It's rough having your friends play basketball overseas because you know Ty wasn't at my wedding. Yeah. J C Carroll. A lot of my friends that would have been there had. Mm-hmm. Had it been in the summer, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Well, whose fault is yeah, that? Yeah, whose fault is that at this point? You know? Should have met, should have met Cammy a couple months earlier. Yeah, my, my fault. Done that. My yeah. fault. Or waited you, another year. Yeah, hey guys, she she said yes. I wasn't going to question why. When, yeah, you're like, where? I gotta do this now, yeah. <laughs> babe. Let's just do it before you before you, you YouTube smart. my yeah. name. Right? Yeah. She actually she held out a while. She she didn't she did me a favor and didn't, that's good. Didn't YouTube me. I was um, I was actually gonna say at the Nevada game this last Nevada game. Yeah, Ooh. I didn't know if she. I I, I remember oh, walking yeah. by and we're all trying to like convince Bill to take his shirt off <laughs> once again. You know, just for old time's sake. But wasn't gonna do. I was. It. I look at her and I'm like, she's. There's no way she's like encouraging this. And she's like, how much you get? And how much you get? And yeah. she's like, everyone's like, we'll give. Well, everybody starting throwing money and she's like, all right. And she's I'll like, yeah, pimp this out. <laughs> I was loving that too because at the, at that game I was I was thinking, Cammy. Is like the only one of Bill's good friends. It doesn't know this. Cammy is Bill's wife. Yeah. Who hasn't seen Bill do the Wild Bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. In and person. then he, it worked. Missed a free throw. He missed hey. one or two. Speaking yeah. of that game, we were talking about that game. All three of us were. Yeah. And we were talking about how how did that game compare to yeah. Oh, yeah. to yeah. back in the day. Yeah. And it, it's funny because you know psychologically we always believe that back in the day like back in my day yeah. you know this was better this was worse you know and like it was kind of comforting to know like that the spectrum 
can hold its own still. Like, I don't, I don't worry about it. Like, you know, there were moments when it seemed like I'd be like, Oh man, I wish the magic was back. But like this I, season, I think especially, yeah, and a coach like coach, well, coach Smith, Smith, man, like man. I had, a, I've had the opportunity to meet him. A uh, very nice guy. Yeah. He seems um, super the, the team is great. Bunch of great boys on the team. But I've, I've said this a number of times after that game, Ed said it during the game. I said it at Angie's after the game. I've said it a million times after that game was as good as any game yep. I've been to in the spectrum. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not going to say it was the best game I've ever been to. Yeah, but how do you put you know, a title on but that? But you can't. You can't you yeah, can't for me, and for me, because I showed up after the whole after Ty Wesley uh-huh. and all those dudes were, were playing. So for me, that was the best game. The yep. best fans, the loudest yeah. that I've ever seen it yet. And that's, I wish you, I wish you could have seen it. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, think about yeah, yeah. we and we always talk about the year that I showed up. That yeah. was when that was when I tore an ACL. Danny had his oh, cardiac yeah. arrest. Yeah, that's Keyshawn Reed tore his ACL. And Bra- Preston and Preston Medlin broke his broke his thumb. Yeah. And the year before, Brady Jardine. Yeah, with yeah. his foot. I mean, that's terrible. That's right. Yeah, that was that was we were just riddled with injuries. Yeah, yeah. you know, so it, it didn't quite get back to where you know where it had been a couple years previous yeah and we, and we, and we always talk like if we would have had those everyone all those guys it probably would have been just the same yeah, yeah I agree. because yeah. we would have had a really good team it's really difficult too because it's it's so easy to just say like well the fans should show up rain or shine win or lose and yeah. that that's just it's you're a fan and especially yeah. students we're really finicky like yeah. students have they have homework too you know what i mean yep. like some of them are student athletes that are still yeah. trying to come and support other other sports and so it's kind of it's difficult to to say the student section should always be full. Their tickets included in their student fees, all of that, and it's like, well, yeah, but they, you know, like there's emotionally attached to this just as much as a fan that paid for yeah, season tickets. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't get anywhere, that emotional attachment. And and, and not just and even when you know we weren't winning thirty games a year, we, I mean, the fans. It's not like we were terrible oh, no, either, no, but the no. fans were still. Spectrum was loud. It was one yeah. of the loudest places that I that I've played in. And, no, and. and that's and that's just and the best thing that Preston and I were talking about was how like we've talked about this too yeah. is how coordinated everybody is like the fans the fans are so coordinated to to that, be able yeah. to do cheers where every where you can hear one voice yeah where when you go to San Diego State or you go to to the pit at New Mexico which are loud right. but they don't they don't get that they don't coordinate you don't that you can't get that stupid you can't get yeah. it where everyone is saying the same word at the same time or the same sentence. At the same time, yeah. I mean, I believe that we will win is just oh my so much better in Logan and the Spectrum than it is down in San Diego State when they try to copy it. It's just, I mean, it doesn't yeah. even compare. Yeah, and you well, think like, about the, all the other chants that that they do yeah. that are just so coordinated. And well, I was saying like it the other day when I was, uh, I told you guys about it, but the other day at the at the NCAA tournament game when I was there and I was sitting not by, I didn't see a single Aggie fan near me. Uh-huh. Um, I was kind of across the court diagonally from where we were actually sitting, like the, the, the students and everything. But uh, when they fouled, all of a sudden you hear stupid, stupid. And I remember all the North Carolina fans that were sitting by me were like, are they calling him stupid? And I'm like, yes, they are. <laughs> I was like, that is what I'm talking about right there. See, even North Carolina, Dude, they were yeah, impressed by they it. They were. Right? There was a lot of people. They couldn't believe it. There was like three or four times in the game. They were like, what are they saying? Because like, they could hear that it, like, it was one thing that they were saying. But it was fun. That was cool yeah. to, I, to see. I, I, I'm, I have high hopes for coming seasons with Coach Smith. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, and Gary Anderson be back in, you know. To the atmosphere in Logan. It's just. It, it's an amazing time. It's always an amazing time to be an Aggie fan, but 
even yeah. especially now. Like mm-hmm. it's going to be awesome. These next this football season, we're going to be up there. We're going to do some live shows yep. and stuff up at yep. um, recordings tailgate and stuff. Spots yeah, and stuff. tailgates and stuff. It, I mean, you can't you can't doubt Coach A. No, no. no. Well, I'll say this: I was in Logan this last weekend, and I go pretty frequently to. Yeah. to to do stuff and i just don't think i've ever seen the town with so many aggie plates yeah like i have them on mine but and i love driving around salt lake and every time i see a byu some more people I, my blood boils a little bit but uh, i see BYU, so many though. more aggie fans like yes. and yeah. that's awesome down here and then you go to logan and it's like every other car's got it yep and actually i remember stan uh, albrecht telling us when i was on student government up there um i don't remember the exact numbers or details but it was uh he just mentioned that through that program like Utah state has quite a bit of money that comes into the scholarship fund yeah. just from those plates. Yeah. And apparently we're like the highest in the state, uh, which is kind of makes sense. Cause I think a lot of Aggies end up moving down to this area, either returning home because this is where they're from or to take jobs. And they want to kind of show that Aggie pride. Like, well, I, you know, I don't go to the U games or anything, but if you got an Aggie plate, like I want to wave to every single one that I see. You know? Dude, yeah. I always, I, I the literally just crazy. The Aggies are just the best. A lot of and, pride. Yeah. And what you know what got me mad though was was when when Caroline from Nevada hey. oh yeah when when he got all upset what? and then and then Nevada tried to pin it on someone saying something the Utah State that an Aggie said something racist to him yeah and yeah I don't like that yeah and it, there's no way there's no way that happened yeah and no. it was yeah well, that was a whole tough situation too I mean. He got, it, upset, a, up a, in, he got upset. He got upset in the tunnel. It's yeah. a, if he would have got, if he would have got upset down on the court, down on the court, when it happened, maybe I would believe that someone that someone yeah. was saying that. But I know if anyone tried to even utter something like that in the crowd, I just bro, like there the would be sure, everyone, everyone, would get him. yeah, yeah everyone in the crowd exactly would get him. And I was sitting front row the whole game, right in between the students and the and the bench, yeah, of, yeah. of Nevada, and they didn't say anything that was racist. The whole time they were talking, they were talking to the to the guys who were white anyway that were doing stats. They were talking. <laughs> oh about yeah, stat yeah, because they actually and those react. Were, yeah, yeah, and those yeah. Were the guys were reacting. No, none of the players yeah, were even reacting because I mean they were focused on the game. But the yeah. stat boys are the guys who were all reacting. Yeah. One of them was getting up and started yelling at the fans. I saw it. I was behind them yeah. like way up at the top, but I remember seeing them. I'm like, oh, he's getting heated because like I've sat down there. Like I remember with Matt and. Yeah. Well, a little bit with Ryby. I sat down with a few other people too, but I was like, "My goodness, this!" Like you're that close. Like you can yeah, hear them talking. Like when yeah. Sloth, when so it's Matt. not surprising when they get upset. But yeah. the stats, the statisticians yeah. are always those are the, the easiest ones. guys to break. Yeah, because they're the ones that like yeah, feel they, this like yeah. rage, and, and the players like I got stuff to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. It's crazy. It's a, it's a crazy life. I think one of my favorite moments, speaking of that, is when somebody I don't remember what game it was. You know, I've been to so many over the years, but was when he fouled out and we do that left, right, left, right, as they walk off the court and he realized that we were yelling, his, what foot was hitting yeah. the ground and he like did like high jig, knees yeah. right in place <laughs> yeah. and looked over at the crowd and we were all like laughing but then we like kept up with him yeah. and when he sat down, we like, it was the loudest sit down I've yeah. ever heard but he would like, I remember he also like faked sat down yeah, a couple yeah. times I'm like, this guy is just, he just fouled out. His coach is not happy and he's like goofing off with us. Like, yeah. I loved it. So, Moving forward, like we said, the energy is hot. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to be crazy. Uh, Utah State, a couple questions for you on this last season. Okay. You followed them? Yeah, of course. Went to games, obviously. Yeah, yeah, went to multiple games. Um, 
What do you, what do you think moving forward? We we're gonna come back strong. We're gonna make it to the tournament next yeah, year. Yeah, I think we're I think we're coming back stronger next year. Stronger. Yeah. Good. I mean, you got Coach Smith, who knows he's no he knows what he's doing. That's obvious. Yeah. Everyone knows that. He's got a great great job with everyone. He knows what every how to get everyone motivated. Yeah. And then you got Sam Merrill coming back for his senior season, plus Kada coming back. And all these guys, and then and then you talk about the glue guys on the team, the guys that that make a difference that don't get as much credit. I mean, Brock Miller had a great yeah. game in the tournament. Yes, yeah, he stepped up big yeah, in the tournament game. And you know, and you know, he's going to come out and everything he shoots. You know, when he shoots a three, <laughs> it's got a shot. You, you're like, that's going in. Yeah, you know? seriously, he's got and a great. Plus, stroke. you got Brito, Bre- Brito. Bean. Bean coming dude. in, just jumping out know, of the man. gym. I know. I watching that kid jump. I'm like that. He's he elevates so quickly. I mean, he's, he's really a quick. Fan, to he's just a fan favorite, number one. Yeah, yeah. pleases the fans. Comes true. in, gets a quick yeah, tip bang, tip dunk, whatever. Oh yeah, that was and, big. And you got and there's you know all the guys on the team. Everyone just fits perfectly. I think they've done you know they've done a great job of coaching them and and you know some of those guys even came before Coach Smith too. Yeah. So so uh, great. How where did you have him going in the bracket? How far <laughs> how yeah. far did you have him going, then, Sean? <laughs> I mean, this is great matchup. You must have had him going pretty far, right? I did have him going pretty far. As far as I had him going, <laughs> I don't know. Let's we'll find out. All my brackets, Utah State was winning the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it busted quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did. Yeah, well, you know, I saw a guy on the other side of the bracket whose name was Zion Williamson. Oh yeah. And I thought, hey. I don't know if they can beat that guy. Yeah. Okay. But I had him going to the lead, I had him going to lead eight. And then I had him losing to to Houston, and I had him hey, losing to Houston, Coach Bish. because Coach Allen Bishop, who was my weights and strength and conditioning coach with Coach Dave Scholes, yeah, good friend of mine. Yeah, I love. And yeah, Coach Bishop played football at Utah yeah, State. Yeah, that's when I hung out with him. Yeah, and uh, I consider him a good friend of mine too. And uh, I've had dinner over his house before. If, you, if you've met him, he's a good friend. Of yeah, he's a guy. And he knows not only that, but he knows his stuff. If you're talking about Dude. if you're talking about weightlifting and nutrition. Yeah. If you got if you have Alan Bishop and Dave Scholes together, Dude. I mean my body was in the best shape it's yeah. ever been with those guys and and Alan Bishop because Dave Scholes was really with the football team a lot so a lot of times Alan yeah. would would coach well, with us okay. he became so, the head yeah eventually yeah after I left he became the head basketball well athletic or Olympic sports trainer yeah he was the Olympic sports yeah so that's so I so and now he's. The same position, but at Houston. Well, he's the men's uh, basketball athletic performance coach. Right? Okay, yeah. Wow. So now he's specifically like for cool the men's basketball. Yeah. So, yeah. The, so yeah. I. Okay. So that's how I justified the Aggies. Yeah. Because Houston was hey, really good this year. I had and I had them going against Houston, and that's what I. That's okay. what I was doing. Again, I I do I had them I had Coach Bish making it right up to us, but I stuck with the Aggies. <laughs> hey, next year, like next it. year, though, like next year, you heard it here first. We're winning a game. Uh, We're winning. I game. like it. I like it. I do I have, next year? Hey, all I'm saying is, like, he's just being you honest. Win, you got to win one to win multiple. That's true. Hey, you got to win one to That's win true. multiple, right? I'll let you have it. So, so they're good. So I'll, we're I'll winning. My, we're winning. We're winning at least one. I'll yeah. fill my bracket we're gonna be out ranked. now for next year. I think we're going to be ranked most of the season. I think we're going to be ranked most of the season next year. They're already. I mean, preseason. I mean, way too early. We what do we hit? Eighteen in some polls and twenty in another. But I mean, you got Abel out there hitting step backs. Hey, you got to Think about. I mean, we These got good guys. boys. I've I've known. Quinn Taylor was playing yeah. really good. Yeah, you gotta love Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Gotta love Quinn. Quinn. Quinn just does everything. Solid dude. Solid yeah. dude. Works hard, man. Workhorse. Just yeah. works hard. 
That's what I like about, and you mentioned this earlier, actually talking about like the community kind of have a, having a hardworking attitude. And that's something that I think that you definitely see in our athletes, football and basketball yeah. and, and, and a lot of other sports, but yeah. they come in and they, they know that they're not in a major market and, but that doesn't mean they're going to not work like they, they could get to the next level, no matter yeah. what you know sport they're playing. They're just working so hard. And then it shows on the court, especially, I mean, the court's cool because you see their faces, you see how hard they're working, like Bean getting that cut over his eye, no foul called, yeah, runs yeah. up the tunnel, comes back with stitches a few minutes later, and then just yeah, finishes out the game. Like, like not to say that no player in the country would do that. I bet all of them would, but like, there's a certain, especially when the crowd's that loud, like Dude. there's a certain amount of adrenaline that just. But I think I think that I think the loss in that first round for the fact that we're returning so many guys. Yeah. I mean, I know we're not returning Quinn, which is gonna hurt. I know we're not returning uh, Dwayne, but basically every other person, I think Cruz transferring. Oh um, yeah. But we got a lot of guys that played a lot of minutes last year with Coach Smith. Yep. And. I think that loss in the tournament could end up being a good loss I in the sense that the it way. can it can fuel us. Like if we if we would have won one game, now we might have been content coming into this year. But now yeah. losing that game, it's we like it's just more. like Virginia, right? Virginia yeah. lost that game. Yeah. What happened? They, that fueled them the whole off season. Yep. The whole season they go win the national championship. Yep. I don't. I'm not predicting any national championships. Of course I am. <laughs> yeah, if they're in the bracket, but I'm not. I didn't not fill out a bracket for that reason. I was like, and I don't even want to jinx them. I don't want to choose them to go through because I'm Always. just not going to fill any out. And you, and you never <laughs> know. You never it. know what happens. So I just, I think, yeah. But I'm just saying, I think that this can, right? This can show, right? Show Coach Smith. It can show yep. Sam, Kata, yep. everyone on the team. Okay, what do I need to work on this summer? Right? What do I yeah. need to get better for for next year? And that's when we're really going to come in. And make and make our noise, you know. I yep. think that's when that's when your goal's got to be like we're going, we're going to run through this season. Yeah. Everyone on our schedule is going to be scared to meet us. Everyone in the Mountain West is going to know. All right, we got we got those we got those dudes coming up. We're going to have Absolutely. a target on our back. Yeah, yeah, and that's why and that's why you got to be ready to know like okay, whatever my weakness was, whatever made it so we didn't win, I'm gonna, that weakness is not going to be a weakness anymore. That's yeah. going to be my new strength. Yeah. So that's that's how I would look at it if I was those guys. And I think that's how they do look at it. I yeah. think that I mean that's the only way you can look at it is hey that that loss just fuels that fire. Well, and, and I think that that's that's how you overcome things like people coaching against you. You have to improve or you have to you know make those weaknesses strengths in the sense that I mean looking at what happened with Sam in the tournament game, Washington was 100% ready to take on the Mountain West Conference player of the year. Like you saw the game plan was they shut were, Sam down, yeah. right? They, but those that, that's an opportunity like you said for Sam to improve on on his game and and I this is kind of a random uh kind of analogy but i felt that way with donovan mitchell this year with the jazz the first half of the season yeah he was kind of playing a little slow but you could see teams were no longer taking him for granted he was no longer a rookie and they were game planning against him and then he improved as the season went on until you know i went to the game last night scores like what was it 46 he throws down in the last home game of the season and yeah that's the kind of thing that i think that real players like that's what they want to do, and especially getting a taste of that NCAA tournament. Yeah, the best the best Man. are going to be able to make that adjustment. Like LeBron, and yeah. I'm not comparing anyone on the team to LeBron. I'm just using this as an example. Right. That LeBron said because they because LeBron lost to the Mavericks in the finals is when he was with the Heat that first year, and oh, yeah. Dwayne Casey was one of the assistant one of the assistant coaches, 
specifically one of the the head defense coach for the Mavericks. And Le- and then LeBron, you know, now he's ran through the East every year. Well, now he's with the Lakers, whatever. So that's a different story. But because of Dwayne Casey, what he did to LeBron and how he shut down, kind of shut down LeBron, especially in the fourth quarters, LeBron acknowledged that Dwayne Casey is one of the reasons that made LeBron who he is today, that made LeBron LeBron because he had to raise it to that next level. And then, you know, Dwayne Casey was the head coach of the Raptors, and LeBron had their number every year. And LeBron goes, it was his fault. That's his fault that I'm, (laughs) you know, that I'm where I am. And so you you see that. And so that's kind of like the inspiration or motivation for Utah State, where it's like, okay, we saw what, uh, what Washington did to us. And and they play all credit goes to them for what for how they played, and but we want to be able to to not even worry about that. We want to take yeah. our game yeah. to where where if we see a zone, we see man. If we got the Pac-12 defensive player of the year on us, doesn't matter. Like we're gonna come out. We got and and every any weakness that we've ever had, is a strength now. Yeah. So that's that's how I look at it. That's cool. Yeah, I got. I I'm excited for next season. Ne- this this next year, 2019-2020 in Aggie sports is going to be. Gonna it's going to be, be fun. amazing. It's yeah. going to be fun. I'll, we'll we'll be there at all of them and just yep going crazy. Yeah, yeah. I already I just got my season tickets and. Oh. For football, I haven't That's done dope. basketball. I do plans usually yeah. if I'm going to do anything. It's just so hard to know, especially with weather. Yeah. <laughs> I know that sounds mm-hmm. lame, yeah. but trying no, to get through sardine. I mean, yeah, it can be yeah. dangerous. Yeah, it makes me a little nervous, but I'll be a lot I'll of be there as, as, much, as many as I can be there. I'll be there. For yeah, me. for sure. Sean, thank you so much for coming out. Thanks, Seriously, Billy. Uh, taking your time it's to appreciate to it. chat with us, and uh, you know. Come back again and chat with us again. We, Definitely, we like yeah. That, there's, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stories we didn't get to today. Yeah, so I'll, be, I'll be back. <laughs> It'd be fun to have you back with a couple of your your teammates. Yeah, I'll be I'll be back. Well, yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. We'll do that. Love, love more stories. Yeah, Bill is, you're trying to get the hard stories out of me. He earlier. is. I like <laughs> it because Bill knows there's more dirt in those fingernails than you're giving us. Yeah, we'll get some. Us. We'll definitely get some more for sure. <laughs> yeah, but we'll just go after your dirt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bill's like, don't talk about my mine. dirt's with your dirt. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's I remember true, the though. first time. Let's just change the name. One of the, the first stories. time that I hung out with Bill. This is this is the summer. This is my first summer up in Logan, and I had torn my ACL, so I wasn't. So I stayed. Oh, yeah. All the basketball players went home. And this is when I got to know Bill pretty well with Bill and uh, and our good friend James. James. Rest in peace. Love that man. Um, and we were we were hanging out like every day because no none of the basketball guys were up there anymore. Yeah. They all went home. Two chilling on I, the boat. Yeah, and we were just we went we went out to what was it Newton? Newton. Newton. We went out to oh, Newton man. and we were just chilling on the boat. And James was driving the boat. Bill and I were on the tube. And James had this three thing. of us out there, bro. Literally three of us. There's no no girls, no guys on the boat. Just the it was three just the three of us. Just the three of us on the boat. Bill texts me like, "Hey, you want to go boating?" I'm like, "Yes, I yes, yeah. I want to go. I'm working on my ACL all day long. I want to go boating." So we go on the boat, and and he, James puts Bill and me both on the tube. We're side to side, and we're and we oh. don't and we don't sit back either. We don't sit like no. on our on our no, on our no, butts. No, no. We go forward, like on our knees or on our stomach, yeah. and grab it on. So and, and so, James is just whipping the boat around, and he and he's got this slingshot method. Dude, that he, uses. he would he would double the wake up on you, oh. and, and he it would, would hit it. 
and then you would go right through the middle of it. Oh, yeah, you would get launched. (laughs) No joke, 15, 10, 15 feet in the air. Yeah, way above the tower. Dislocated my shoulder once. He was nice enough to put it back in for me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we're students. (laughs) But anytime, anytime that I was hanging out, and that's when I really got to know Bill, and that's when we started becoming really good friends. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, and I remember that was so much fun hanging out with you and James, and just having a great time. James, I mean. Flying around his plane, yeah. James would take us up in the, in the in his airplane, and oh, man. his parents, you know, his family didn't know about it because I don't think he was supposed to. I don't think he was no, he to wasn't. He, <laughs> I'm sure more James stories will come up throughout the time, but yeah. it wasn't until after he died that his family found out that he was, you know, and and they it was they asked me like, oh yeah, we took that out all the time. Yeah, and that's what people people don't realize. Like people don't realize, you know, there's certain people that you meet too that make that make it more fun your college experience or yeah. whatever experience yeah. you have right the people is what it may not be the city but it's the the people that are inside that city that make that yeah. city special right and that's what's so good about logan is there's so many people that make it special and james was one of those people that you know james was one of those people that made it special yeah and just made it so much fun to be out there yeah that's cool that it was good story that i loved it great time shining it was awesome time. dude Cool. Well, I guess that's it for time. We're pretty much yeah, out. We like right a little, at. Yeah. So well, thank, again, Sean, thanks for coming out. Yeah, thanks for having me. Guys, yeah. thanks for listening. Um, you know, our second show here on the, yep. the Aggie Legends. Um, First legend in the building, Sean yeah, Harris. Yeah, Sean oh, Harris. Appreciate it. Thanks. <laughs> so uh, – one thing we do want to make mention just in this episode, we're going to, uh, we've, we've already talked about it in our previous one, but we kind of believe every Aggie is a legend. We talked with Sean about this. Every Aggie is a legend. We want to hear your story. So if you feel like you got a story you want to share, let us know. We'd love to talk about it on uh, on the podcast for sure. I know there's lots of Aggie legends out there. So we're, we're going to, we're coming for you. We want to hear we your story. Hear can so, I, can I, can I say the tagline? Yeah. You can just kind of loop it for me. There we go. There we everyone go. who comes on has got to say the tagline. Yeah. Okay. Like that it. sounds good, Sean. Okay. So Ag- Aggie legends, every Aggie is a legend. What's your story? There it is. Story. Yeah. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. Thanks for your help, buddy. All right. Appreciate it.